0: The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Praise now, a man was ill. Lazarus from Bethany, the village of Mary and her sister Martha. Mary was the one. Who had anointed the Lord with perfumed oil and dried his feet with her hair? It was her brother Lazarus who was ill. So the sisters sent word to Jesus saying, Master, the one you love is ill. When Jesus heard this, he said, This illness is not to end in death, but it is for the glory of God, that the Son of God may be glorified through it. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. So when he heard that he was ill, he remained for two days in the place where he was, Then after this, he said to his disciples, Let us go back to Judea. And the disciples said to him, Rabbi, the Jews were just trying to stone you, and you want to go back there? And Jesus answered, Are there not twelve hours in a day? If one walks during the day, he does not stumble, because he sees the light of this world. But if one walks at night, he stumbles, because the light is not in him. He said this, and then told them, Our friend Lazarus is asleep, but I am going to awaken him. So the disciples said to him, Master, if he is asleep, he will be saved. But Jesus was talking about his death. Well, they thought he meant ordinary sleep. So then Jesus said to them clearly, Lazarus has died, and I am glad for you that I was not there that you may believe. Let us go to him. So Thomas, called Didymus, said to his fellow disciples, Let us also go to die with him. When Jesus arrived, he found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb for four days. Now Bethany was near Jerusalem, Only about two miles away. And many of the Jews had come to Martha and Mary to comfort them about their brother. When Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went out to meet him. But Mary sat at home. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died even now I know that whatever you ask of God, God will give you. Jesus said to her, your brother will rise. Martha said to him, I know he will rise in the resurrection on the last day. And Jesus told her, I am the resurrection And the life. Whoever believes in me, even if he dies, will live. And everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? She said to him, yes, Lord. I have come to believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God the one who is coming into the world. When she had said this, she went and called her sister Mary, secretly saying, the teacher is here and he's asking for you. As soon as she heard this, she rose quickly and went to him. For Jesus had not yet come into the village, but was still where Martha had met him. So when the Jews who were with her in the house comforting her saw Mary get up quickly and go out, they followed her, presuming that she was going to the tomb to weep there. When Mary came to where Jesus was and saw him, she fell at his feet and said to him, Lord, if you had been here my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who had come with her weeping, he became perturbed and deeply troubled and said, Where have you laid him? They said to him, Sir, come and see. And Jesus wept. So the Jews said, See how he loved him? But some of them said, Could not the one who opened the eyes of the blind man have done something so that this man would not have died? So Jesus perturbed, again came to the tomb. It was a cave, and a stone lay across it. And he said, Take away the stone. Martha, the dead man's sister, said to him, Lord, by now there will be a stench. He has been dead for four days. Jesus said to her, Did I not tell you that if you believe, you will see the glory of God? So they took away the stone. and Jesus raised his eyes and said, Father, I thank you for hearing me. I know that you always hear me. But because of the crowd here, I have said this, and that they may believe that you sent me. When he had said this, he cried out in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out! And the dead man came out, tied hand and foot with burial bands, and his face was wrapped in a cloth. So Jesus said to them, Untie him and let him go. Now, many of the Jews who had come to Mary and seen what he had done began to believe him. The Gospel of the Lord. Lord
1: It may seem strange on the fifth Sunday of Lent to begin a homily by referring to. Charles Dickens' book A Christmas Carol but the first paragraph of that book really does fit this gospel he begins by saying Jacob Marley was dead to begin with there is no doubt whatsoever about that the register of his burial was signed by the clergyman The clerk, the undertaker, and the chief mourner, Scrooge, signed it. And Scrooge's signature was good upon change for whatever he chose to put it. Old Marley was dead as a doornail. You can see why Dickens does that. Because upon the death of Marley, everything else depends on the book. Jacob Marley must be dead. Today's gospel deals with that reality, although this is no story. Lazarus is ill, and our Lord is informed of his illness. Our Lord obviously had a great affection for this family. Our Lord appears to do nothing. He doesn't seem to really take much interest. He does say this illness is not to end in death but he waits as God often does. He seems to be distant. And then after this time he says, let us go back to Judea. Our Lord has waited. He knows that Lazarus is dead. The disciples are concerned because the Jews are trying to kill him. Uh, but our Lord Pushes that aside. He says our friend Lazarus is asleep. They don't understand what he means, and he has to be very direct with them. Lazarus is dead. But for your sake, I'm glad that I was not there, that you may believe. Here again, as with the man born blind and the woman at the well, there are a good many people who are going to come to faith and those who have it are going to grow in it since we always have to keep growing in our faith. We never end. And so our Lord then goes, but but notice what Thomas does. Thomas, always the cynic, the doubter. Thomas says, well, let's go along and die with him. That's Thomas. As it happens, though, None of them are prepared to die with him yet. They think they are, but they aren't. So our Lord arrives and we are told that Lazarus has been dead for four days and in the tomb for four days. He is certainly dead. And Martha comes and she greets him. But notice how she greets him. She blames him, as we do. She blames the Lord for the death of her brother. Lord, if you had been here notice, guilt trip, my brother would not have died. And our Lord then speaks to her and says, Your brother will rise. She says, Yes, I know of the resurrection on the last day. Our Lord tells her, No. The resurrection isn't simply an event, it's a person. I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, even if he dies, will live. Do you believe this? Notice, he demands faith from her. She must believe this. She says, yes, Lord, I have come to believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, the one who is coming into the world. So her faith then is, as far as it goes, secure. Then Mary comes. And Mary does the same thing. Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Again, it's the Lord's fault. He he should have come when he was supposed to have come, but he didn't. Now, our Lord then becomes perturbed and deeply troubled, as he will in the agony in the garden. That seems strange, doesn't it? (coughs) He knows what he's going to do. Why is he perturbed and troubled? But even more than that, We are told that Jesus wept. There are only three occasions in the Gospels when we are told that our Lord wept. Uh, Once over a civilization, once over sin, and now. But why is he weeping? Again, he knows what he's going to do. Because he's coming face to face, in death, with evil, with the demonic, and with the cross and all human sin. Our Lord weeps at seeing what in fact has come into the world, and that for which he must suffer and die. And of course, seeing him weep, they say, see how he loved him. But others say, again, could not the one who opened the eyes of the blind man have done something so that this man would not have died? They still won't put their faith in him completely. Our Lord comes to the tomb and tells him to take away the the stone. And once again, Martha doesn't understand. She said, Lord, it's been four days, there will be a stench. Again, no doubt about the death of Lazarus. And our Lord tells her, did I not tell you that if you believe, you will see the glory of God? He then addresses the father. He's going to do the action on his own power as God, but he addresses God the Father for the sake of the disciples. Uh, And then, notice, there is no appeal to anyone else. There is simply a command. Uh, Lazarus, come out. And the dead man came out, bound as they were uh, uh, with burial cloths. And our Lord again gives a command, untie him and let him go. You can only imagine the shock of the people who were there. And we are told <coughs> that many uh, who had seen what he had done began to believe in him, began to believe. See how slow they are to come to faith. They simply don't want to accept this. In any event, Lazarus, remember... <coughs> This this is not a resurrection, it's a revivification. Lazarus will die again. He will die a natural death. But now Lazarus becomes a symbol of the resurrection that is yet to come and in which our Lord then will complete uh, his paschal mystery. You and I have come to faith. That's why we are here. We've come because we believe. We believe that Jesus Christ has conquered sin and has conquered death and has done it through the power of the cross. And that power, of course, remains in its reality in the power of the Eucharist. The Eucharist is the victory. Uh, The Eucharist makes present for us the reality of that victory. So, um, we come then today to rejoice in what God has done. Remember, our Lord now is very close to his passion. And the more that he does, the more visible he becomes, the more powerful his signs the more he is rejected and the more they want to kill him. And so it will be until the end of time. Uh, There are people who simply will not believe, but you and I do. And it's in that faith that we are able to come here today, as I said. And it is in the Eucharist that we are able to enter into the mystery that is only glimpsed in this gospel. Let us pray. Almighty Father, we come before you as the people redeemed by the blood of your Son, and trusting in your mercy. For the church throughout the world, for her members will always be visible signs of the life that our Lord has come to bring, especially the church suffering and the church in our own country, we pray to the Lord. Lord, For all nations of the world, especially our own, that they may come to know Jesus Christ as the resurrection and the life, we pray to the Lord. For all those who are sick and suffering, for those who are dying, that they may realize that they are visible signs of God's love. For those who are greatly tempted, for those who have lost their faith, we pray to the Lord. Lord, For a greater respect for human life, we pray to the Lord. Lord. For an increase in vocations to priesthood in the consecrated life, and those young men and women who will witness to the power of Christ in our world in a unique way, for a greater reverence for the witness of marriage in the single life, we pray to the Lord. Lord hear our prayer. For our administrator, our future bishop, our priests, deacons, seminarians, and the American hierarchy. They, in particular, will be visible signs of the resurrection, visible signs of God's redemptive love. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For the souls of all the faithful departed, especially our relatives, friends, and benefactors, for all who have died in the battlefield, all victims of violence, terrorism, and natural disaster, eternal rest grant unto them, O Lord. Amen. May they rest in peace. Amen. May their souls and the souls of all the faithful departed. Through the mercy of God, rest in peace. Amen. And for all of us here, that our lives will reflect the resurrection that we receive, that we may be two visible signs of the Lord's redemptive love, visible signs of life, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. We now join our prayers to those of the Mother of Sorrows as we sing.